0: Do the Los Angeles Clippers have enough for James Harden? We'll talk about that and more next on Locked On 76ers. You are Locked On 76ers,
1: your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On
0: Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, I'm Keith Pompey, co-host of Locked On 76ers. Thanks for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel, official book of Locked On. Make every moment more right now. New customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets. Guaranteed. Visit slash backslash locked on to get started. And today we got my man John Mitchell back in the in the building. What's up, Jay Mitch? How you doing, brother? Keith, I'm good, man. How are things out in Fort uh, Collins? Yeah, they're cool. They're cool. They're cool. I went to a, a sports bar. Last night, they watched the Redskins, and I'm like, yo, they out here looking like the Giants. <laughs> yeah, that game, they were looking yeah. a little bad in the beginning, but, it you cool. Know, it, was, it was cool. It was. It was, cool. It was and, cool. It take, and it it somewhat detracts
1: from what the Eagles just did, struggling to beat that team in overtime, but that's a different story.
0: Yeah, things happen. You know how it is, week to mm-hmm. week, stuff like that. But, you know, y'all don't want to hear about that. Y'all want to hear about the 76ers and, and you know, we have some things to talk about a lot of things to talk about actually the one of the first segment we're going to talk about the clippers i mean do the clippers have enough right now john what's happening is that the the clippers are trying to go work with teams so they can acquire pit squad um they can move pick swaps to the sixers um and for you guys don't know a pick swap is like you know you you have a lot of times it could be the the, the the best of two picks. Like mm-hmm. let's say if the Sixers have the seventh pick and someone else has the third pick, well, you, you have the right to swap those picks, you know, things like that. So um, and they, they, that's what they're trying to acquire uh, to get. I mean, that's what they're trying to acquire from teams that enable them to get James Harden. Now the Sixers are basically saying that might not be good enough. Like if we give us a good one, I mean, I talked to sources, they like, if they give us a good one, and yeah, you may, but most likely it's not moving the needle. What is in the source confirmed What the Sixers one is they want Terrence Mann and first round picks and part of as part of a package. That's what the source told me. Right? right. So, so we'll talk about that. We'll break that down. Then we'll also talk about Joel Embiid and, and, and Team USA. And then there was another topic that you wanted to talk about. Yeah, Doka. Yeah, talk yeah, about yeah, yeah. the comments I You made Doka. Yes. Elephant in the room. So we'll talk about that. But look, Mitch, I'm asking. You, if you're the if you're if you're the Sixers, are pick swaps good enough? I mean, because you look at it as you know, you get James Harden. You know, if you get rid of him, you're probably going to get rid of. And it hasn't been a distraction as of yet. Now, he hasn't been scrimmaging yet. He hasn't been doing anything. Right. Which, you know, you wonder, like, why? You know, is he out of shape? What's the deal? And why is he out of shape? You know, so so my thing, or is it like they don't plan on keeping him? You know, one of those type things. So, So my thing is, are pick swaps enough, man? just to get rid of this problem or, or, or what could be an expected problem?
1: Well, it, it, short term, if, if they want to get rid of him, it, it, it might be enough. You, you know, what people, you know, Moore keeps saying he wants to get value for him. And I understand that that's his job as president of basketball operations, general manager, whatever his title is. He, um, he's got to get some sort of value uh, for a guy who – you know, he's a Hall of Fame player, but, you know, it, it's, it's teams are looking forward now. You know, it, it, it's, it's kind of like he's almost like, an, you know, an NFL running back in a situation where, you know, you you award him for what he's done. But what does he have left in the tank? You know, I don't know. I don't know what James has left in the tank. Uh, I, I do know that I think in this trade, often, you, you know, you don't get value for what is your, your perceived value. Uh, James Harden is just not viewed around the league as a guy who has long range value. As a guy who's going to, you know, you're talking about putting him on a roster with Kawhi Leonard, uh, Paul George. Um, you would think that that is, you know, a b- bunch of California guys. Could could they not be happier playing for the for the Clippers? But you know, teams are questioning whether or not Harden is worth it, and and basically. Um, when, when Maury went to the cupboard and, and tried to make those trades over, somebody kind of found out um, without, without saying that people are just not interested in your, com- what you, in your commodity. They're not, you know, they're not, they're, they're not going to let you just raid them for a guy who is no longer the player that he once was. And that's what we're talking about with James. So I, I think the Sixers, you know, we'll see how hard the Clippers are working to make that deal happen. You know, it's it's out there. Uh I mean I, I do like Terrence Man, he's a young player, a- athletic, um a better defender. Um but, you know, if you look at kind of the pecking whatever this happened, like just in the Eastern Conference now, you know, you got you got Damian Lillard now in uh, Milwaukee. Uh you got Drew Holiday, a guy we were spoke- and you know, we've had the, the seventy six have had their names connected to both players previously. Um, it's a big fall off that to have to resort to Terrence Mann when you were looking at, at, at a much higher echelon of player than they're currently looking at now. So um, but the, the pick swap thing is just kind of like, eh, you know, it's, 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 it's kind of like you, you would think that a player of a lower caliber would be involved in that than a guy who is, you know, give us something tangible. Give the
0: seventy six ers something really tangible, not not a pick swap. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm with you with that one. Um, uh, but the the thing is, I I'm I wouldn't be surprised if it doesn't stop with Terrence Mann. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is, like like let's just say if the Sixers got got the deal, and would they I wouldn't be surprised if they would use the the draft picks to bring in somebody else too. Mm-hmm. You, know, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I just wouldn't be surprised with that. I mean, they're always, they're always great assets to have and see the problem is right now, when you look at this, there's been a lot of guards, a lot of players who does not have James Harden's and mm-hmm. who teams got multiple picks for first round picks for him. Right. So unfortunately for, uh, the Clippers, it seems like that becomes the going rate, right? Okay. It's like you got to have these picks. Now, the problem with the Clippers' picks are they're not exactly enticing picks. That's the one thing right. that I'm going to talk about. Right. Because the Clippers, you know, they're, 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 they're a team that's always going to be in the playoffs. And if they, they stay healthy. If and they, if they stay healthy. healthy. So, so with that being said, it's like, what are you going to get? Late first round picks? Yeah right. I mean, like they want picks. They want like lottery picks or, 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 you know, something that a team can work with. You know, late first rounders tend to, now I hate to say this, but late first rounders, unless you, 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 uh, turn a lot of heads, you're destined to be in the G League, your rookie. Yeah. Team. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. you know, so I can see where they're coming from. But at the same time, it doesn't seem like the Clippers, are willing to give up Terrence Mint. Now, again, you don't know how long things could this thing could drag out and, and both sides could like the Sixers could say, Hey, we'll take whatever you want. Mm-hmm. The Tippers will say, Hey, we'll give you whatever you want. Yeah. Depending on how desperate both squads become. But you know, that's a a, a nice update for, for people to talk about now. But when we get right back after this commercial break, uh, we'll talk about what Ime Edoka. Um, basically said mm-hmm. snapping in, into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers could get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Now, what you need to do, y'all, for real, you need to visit FanDuel.com and include money lines, props, etc. around your team. So I'm telling you, that's a, that's my advice to you. So do it today, people. Definitely do it today. All right, John. So you remember back in the day, I wrote an article where I talked to multiple sources, mm-hmm. and they all say, expected James to go to um, to Houston. Like that was just a big expectation, right? Right. They said James was going to go to Houston. That was the major expectation. And then all of a sudden. He wasn't right and the thing the reason why he wasn't sources said that it was because fred van vliet became a free agent and when fred became a free agent mm-hmm. it was it was, when we opted out it became Woo Imei Doka was kind of sort of like you know people every people had that like source said you know this and that but they never had E.M.A. on a record saying it. Right. Now, Stephen A., we both know Stephen A. Smith, and Stephen A. had a report where it said that, you know, when E.M.A. had a conversation with James, and James talked about he wanted to be a scoring title, uh, win a scoring title. Right. And, you know, I don't think that kind of like, according to that, that didn't fly well with E.M.A. and then, you know, know, it didn't work out. But E.M.A. came out and said he just felt like Fred was a better fit. He came out on the record and said that. What's your thoughts on this whole situation?
1: Well, you know, Ime e- is a guy who is familiar with James. Um, uh, you know, last time we saw e- May, uh, he he turned that – before the situation with the, with the coaches and that thing just went extremely south. You know, he turned that situation around in Boston, got that team – playing on the right page to the point where they, they took him to the Eastern Conference uh, to, to, to the NBA Finals. It, Ime knows that he has to make prudent decisions right now, moving forward because of his track record. Uh, I, I think he's being very honest and saying, you know, because he emphasized that this is about team fit. This is about team fit. Uh, and basically when he says that, you know, you can translate as saying that, you know, if, you know, we're just not interested in James. We're not interested if in what Stephen A said is true. And I tend to believe, you know, Stephen has conversations with everybody. Um, you know, if, if if you have a guy who's 34 years old and he's talking about coming to a rebuilding team and his emphasis is just on leading the league and scoring, which is something he's capable of doing, but what is what purpose does that serve for team building, for roster building, for cultivating a young team that does have some talent on it? Uh, That are not really going to be interested in watching a guy, you know, who's in in NBA terms approaching social security years. You know, they're not going to be concerned about watching him leading them in scoring. They're going to be concerned about building that roster and getting back to the playoffs and, and, and cultivating some of the young talent they have. And I think that's, that's what Emi Doka was saying. in so many words, you know, that um, it's, 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 we don't need him. You know, we we don't need somebody to come in here and lead the team in scoring. A guy like Fred a guy who can play off the ball, um, is you know will move without without the ball is a better fit for a young roster with with wing players and guards like Houston is heavy on who try to who, who need the ball to create. So I I think it's um it, it just shows you how difficult it is. Uh, to move him. And, and a guy who's familiar with James Harden is basically telling you in so many words, you know, that this is, this is what the market looks like for him right
0: now. Yeah. Yeah. um Yeah. I mean, and, 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 and that's true. I mean, that, that's true. You know, and, and the thing is like a lot of people take, when, when Stephen A says stuff, some people take shots at it, but like right. I, I kind of believe that one or that, it, that, that, it could have happened. I mean, I think both could be true. You know what I mean? Now, again, some people like, well, he would have been tampering. Well, come on, man. Everybody tampers now. Right? We have no. conversations like, you know, it wasn't was it wasn't one of those things where they met in the office? I mean, where they uh, like, how did it go down? No. Right. I mean, you right. know, here's the deal. They they know each other. Ime was an assistant on the Brooklyn Nets when when Harden was there. They they know things, and and that's true. Like Harden wants basket, he wants basketball freedom. That's what he said he wanted this year. Mm-hmm. He didn't want to go back to being a facilitator. A point he wanted to be able to go out there and get buckets, do what he could do. Yeah. Right? So if a guy wants that, but then you got a guy who's like Fred VanVleet, who's more of a facilitator, who's a really good defender, mm-hmm. you know, things like that he is a better fit over a guy who's going to want to come in there and and jack up shots. So, you know what I mean? I'm not, some people are like, Hey, hey." nah, nah, like, I I don't know. I'm not hating on the, on the report, but I also, I I just think both is true and both make sense, honestly, to me. Yeah. Yeah. And,
1: and, you know, and people can't, you know, people can't mock, you know, sometimes they get into the, um, you know, the, the, the character that Stephen A is sometimes, but you can't, the the brother works hard you know we've all worked alongside him and he has sources and he can look into his phone and get anybody he wants to so um I, i'm not going to dismiss knowing steven I, i'm not going to dismiss what he says about that about that report Yeah, you know, i i don't think we can dismiss it outright um but you know it, it, it's if you look at it it makes sense if you just put fred van lee and James side by side and then say, look, here's a Rockets. Where's a fit? You know, again, here's a guy whose goal is to lead the league in scoring. You know, it's it's, it's, a, it's a team game. It's not a 100-meter sprint. You know, you you can't just come out here and say, yeah, this is – but, you know, first of all, you're 34 years old. You're not 28 years old. So, you know, having you lead the league in scoring just would detract from so many other things, uh, from roster building, uh, you led the, you, you led the league in assists last year. You know, that's kind of where you are now. You know, that's, if you are that facilitator, which we all know that you can do, um, you would want to augment that moving forward. If you expect to stay in the league, I, I just, you know, with James, James is just so all over the place. You just never know uh, what's coming next out of his mouth. But it right now, it's just like, he's just, Hey, I'm just having a good time. I've, I've made $300 million in my career. I, I, I just want to go somewhere and have fun. Man. Those days are over, man. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, you're you you you're right, you're right. I can't argue that. Now, when we get back after this break, Joel Embiid is about to have fun, bro. this summer. Mm-hmm. This summer. I shouldn't say about because he has to do this season for him. It could be fun for him, too. But he's going to play for Team USA this summer in the Paris mm-hmm. Olympics. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to be the latest version <laughs> of the dream team, right? With all these players and Joel's gonna be a part of it. Um, So, you know, we'll we'll talk about that, touch on that. Think, you know, uh, he had opportunities to play for Cameroon. Now, I said that it would have been best for him to do that, right? I agree. Um, uh, But then he also had France. So we'll talk about all that when we get right back. Let's talk about bird dogs. Bird dog stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thighs and legs, giving you a truly sculpted look. Bird dogs use anti-stick sweats, uh switching fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long, right? So I don't have any bird dogs on me, like I'm in this hotel room and, and stuff like that, and I didn't pack any. But I'm telling you, y'all, they're very comfortable. Um, you know, it's, it's one of those things where you have and you're like, wow! I wish they, I wish they made these back in the day because <laughs> they're that comfortable, Mitch. I'm telling you, they're young enough to keep wearing them, brother. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> so look, so go to birddogs.com/slash locked on NBA or enter the promo code locked on NBA at checkout for a free bird dog water bottle with your order. That's birddogs.com/slash locked on NBA for a free water bottle at checkout. You don't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. Yes, they are that comfortable people that comfortable. So Mitch, mm-hmm. what's your thoughts on it, man? Like we, we talked about it. You know, we talked about it it's one of those things where, you know, Cameroon would have been nice. And right. when, you talk, when you talk to Joel, Joel comes out and says, you know, I really wanted to play for my home country, but I wanted to play in the Olympics, right? I'm paraphrasing. Um, mm-hmm. He also talked about his son being an American right. and all this stuff, and he does a lot of things for family. But the thing that gets me is, I mean, the thing that stands out to me, and I guess he's right that he said, but he, he wants to play in the Olympics. The Cameroon has a great chance of making the Olympics, the qualifying for it. Uh, yeah. He did not qualify yet. So, you know, it's one of these things, do you like hold on, hold out hope? And he had an October 10th deadline by France to make a decision. So that kind of sped up the process a little bit, right? So do you like, like that sped up the process with, with France, United States and Cameroon. But then it's one of those things, if you say to France, okay, I'm not coming. And then all of a sudden you got the US like knowing deep down inside, if the Cameroon makes it, I, I'm i not coming to play for y'all. I'm going to go to my country. Mm-hmm. So, like, I felt like, I felt like yeah, it would have been great for him to play for his country. But yeah. I can't blame him for not playing for his country if you don't even know if they're going to make the Olympics or not.
1: Yeah. But, you know, I think um, that's part of the, the, the challenge. You know, it, it, I don't think he could find any more pride and playing for the country of his birth country and 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 leading them you know in and you know into the medal rounds uh place they've never been which is place they've probably never you know when you, you associate the olympics and medal rounds you don't associate cameroon with it i think it would have been a great opportunity i think it would have been an even greater story um to see mb leading cameroon into the medal rounds i think that uh you know, I mean, I, I'm not mad at Joel for making his decision. You know, he's an independent thinker, and I think that I, I think you know he, he's he's very Americanized now. Like you said, it's just, it's just, his son is an, is American. Uh, he's been here for years. He's doing all the American things that NBA players do, living on social media, doing all those things. But I also wouldn't be surprised if somebody in those NBA offices said, "Hey, man, look, you know." We, we, we need some big bodies and we get to we get to the international play. We just don't have the big bodies. And that's an issue. Um, and, you know, after, you know, their dismissal this summer in the world championships, I think that the NBA is like, hey, it's not as bad as it was the year when they said, OK, we want to marshal up a dream team. But it is, you know, we, we, a situation where they want to have all their, you know, all their I's dotted and their T's crossed right now. And and don't want to go out there and, and have the, the embarrassment of the Olympics. You know, potentially them not winning. Eventually, it's, it's going to happen again, but they
0: just don't want it to be in France. And I get it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, um, the the thing is, I, I tell you what, though, I, I kind of think that the United States needed him more than France did. And, yeah, and yeah. And you and you understand why I'm saying this? Size. Yeah, the size. Yeah, the yeah. French man. They got, they got a big lineup. They yeah, got a big lineup. And you know, the U.S., especially after the World Cup. Now, I mean, the World. Yeah, the World um, Championships. It's kind of like one of those things where, you know, you could look at it both ways. You can look at it and say, you know, we we didn't bring our best over here. We typically don't bring our best over here for the right. for the World Cup, right? Right. But. But well, I keep saying cup, the World Championship. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like when, when's the last time they had a legitimate big center like playing a lot of minutes like that, yeah. like dominate? And you got you need somebody that's going to go up against Rudy Gobert, go up against um, uh, Yama, You know what I mean? So yeah, like your first overall pick and 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 B, what seven two? He says. Joel B says he's 6'11, 7'5 7'2. Uh, uh, he, he he. I'm 5'4 he, you know, if he's 6'11. Huh? You know. Would you say? I'm 5'4 if he's 6'11. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that, that, that's where we are right there with that one. But um, you know, John, it's like I, I think, you know, just recapping today what we talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, uh pick swaps. Doesn't move the needle for the Sixers. No, nah, it shouldn't. Um, you know, Ime Udoka. Uh, you know, basically clarified some things. But you know, um, and and it makes a lot of sense that mm-hmm. you know James was going to go there, and then he Ime fe- e- felt like uh, Fred VanVleet was a was a better pick, right? Uh, a better it's you know fit. Um, fit. Yeah. So so that makes sense. And then Joel, you know what? It would have been nice for Joe to play for his home country. Right. there's no guarantee that his home country was even going to make it to the to the Olympics. So he made a, a pretty good move.
1: It'd be interesting to see, you know, he if if he does play on the inside, and, and, and that on that roster, he'll have to play on the inside.
0: Will he, do, will he do more of that with the Sixers? Uh yeah, but you know, I think he'll play on the inside, but um don't get it twisted. He's gonna be Stretching not, out, and, yeah. yeah, hitting them threes. <laughs> and so will Wimby that's, that's what the league has become yeah. now. Yep, so. yep, yeah, 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 exactly. And that and that's part of it. That's Ooh. part of it. You know, that's part of I mean, and Wimby is what? Uh, from what I'm hearing, he's going to play the four this year. Oh, is he really? Okay, you know, go back. Yeah, no, well, I'm talking about in the NBA, too. Oh, really? I mean, yeah, yeah, he's he's playing the four, yeah. Wow. Yep, he's wow. a free set power forward. He's going to be that power forward. Yeah, That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, you know, they look at him how athletic, look at his skill set. Yeah, yeah. You know, what I mean, then you look at the girth. I mean, he's one elbow away yeah. from going into the hospital. You know what yeah. I mean? So,
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Intensive yeah. care. Yeah, so, he, needs some, he needs some protein, talented as he is. He, he needs some protein shakes and ice
0: cream. <laughs> yeah, I know. But look, man, I want to thank you for joining the show. I want to thank y'all for listening. Um, you can get this podcast wherever you get podcasts at free and available. You can also check out the YouTube channel locked on 76 YouTube. When you get on on there, like the like the uh, podcast and also click the Liberty bell to subscribe right? When you subscribe, you also get notifications of when of when the next podcast comes out. I want to thank y'all for listening. Have a blessed day. have a blessed weekend. Peace. Peace.